When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey gang, how are you? Before we get to our podcast, let's talk about Podcorn. You've heard me talk about them before many times and they are sponsoring yet again because they are awesome. We love Podcorn. You know why? Because Podcorn does a multitude of things. Podcorn is a marketplace connecting podcasters to other amazing podcast sponsorship opportunities like host read ads, interview segments, topical discussions, mid-roll, post-roll, cinnamon roll ads, whatever, right? That was ad-libbed. With Podcorn, there is no middleman. Podcasters of all sizes can browse and choose your opportunities right on the platform, set your own rates, and collaborate with the brands without any exclusivity. That's the best part. They don't own you. You own you. You never give up any rights to your podcast, and Podcorn is here every single step of the way to make sure you're protected and that you get paid and no one tries skipping out on the check. Remember running out as a kid at the diner? That wasn't cool. It's funny, but when you're older... It's not cool. The Marketplace mission is to give podcasters transparency, freedom, and full control of how we monetize and when we monetize. Click the link in my show notes to sign up for Podcorn for free and start browsing sponsorship opportunities. Podcorn, you guys are the best. Thank you so much. Enjoy the episode. Hey, gang. Kevin Goatee. Wow. What a live show. You're going to hear... No hyperbole, how much fun we had. We cracked each other up for just under an hour. Me, Kevin Israel, Joanne, Bill, holy Christ. Before we get into it, just, of course, don't forget, if you're new to the show, two-sentence review, five-star rating on, on the podcast platform you listen to. Really appreciate that. And, of course, if you're looking to advertise with us, guttingthesacredcow at gmail.com, that's it. Again, thanks for everyone who came to the live show and we had a blast. And of course, we're going to do more of these in the near future. Without further ado, here's Bill and Joanne sweeping the leg of Karate Kid. Gather round, here's what I know. It's just that this cow has got to go. I know some people kind of like it, yeah. Thanks for coming out to see the first live Gutting the Sacred Cow show. We're going to try and do this as much as we possibly can, of course, post-pandemic, right? Yeah, let's, let's go for that. We're glad you guys made it. Nonetheless, let's welcome our esteemed judges. You know her, you love her, the pride of Freehold, New Jersey, and Miss New York, Joanne Nosochinsky. And her co-host, 
The man voted most likely in his senior class to go up a few dress sizes, Bill Schultz. <laughs> they have chosen the Karate Kid, as you all are very well of. Are you fans of the Karate Kid? What do you think? Do you think that the balls will try and gut this thing? Yes or no? <laughs> a few grumblings here. <laughs> Lively crowd. They don't know how to be in public yet. No, they do not. Did we have fun watching the Karate Kid or what? Welcome to Gutting the Sacred Cow Live. I'm Kevin with the K. That's Kevin with the K. All right. I guess we just not see Allie with an I. All right. All right. Never mind. I'll go fuck myself. That's good. Thank you. That lovely voice belongs to the lovely Joanne Nosichinsky of the Morning Show on Compound Media. Let her hear it. Yeah. And her equally talented co-host, the affable... Lovable Bill Schultz. Thanks for having us, guys. Yeah, morning show. Compound Media Monday through Thursday. It is the best damn show on the network. Thank you. Love, right? Thanks for trekking all the way from New York. Yeah. Yeah. To my home state of Jersey. What? All right. You guys are wearing the fuck out of those Cobra Kai jerseys. Yeah, man. I have, have to tell you. I have to tell you. Right. I'll, give, I'll give credit. Wait, what are you doing? Why are you taking them off? No, no. <laughs> keep them on. Put her in a body bag. <laughs> we had fun today. So Bill and Joanne chose this film. We thought that was a hell of a lot of balls. Actually, Joanne chose this I film. Did. So Joanne is the communist of the bunch of you guys. Want to draw your ire on her? Yes, please. If you want to hate me, go ahead. Impossible. And Joanne's last, Joanne's last movie, she did Grease. She no, she did Silver Linings Playbook. Yeah, and then Grease before Grease, that. Right, right, right. Her last two movies were Silver Linings Playbook and Grease. Mm-hmm. I still hate you for making me watch Grease for the very first and last You're time. You're welcome. That's why she picked it. <laughs> Bill, of course, you remember from Independence Day, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, and the third mm-hmm. one was oh, you sat on the on the Shining and Christmas Story with us as well. Yes, I defended the Shining. Kevin Israel is a horrible human being. He <laughs> uh, said it was a bad movie, and Bill just buys into whatever schlock people tell him to like. Uh, how Sing. How dare you? Oh, the Karate Kid, 1984. A budget of $8 million at the time. A haul of $90 million bucks. Now, $2021, $22.8 million budget, $228.3 wow. million. Dollars. That's a shitty Marvel movie haul. <laughs> yeah, that's Ant-Man 2. <laughs> Or uh, what's the other one we did? The Thor 2? That was Thor awful. Two, yeah. Yeah. IMDB, as we all know, is a scale 1 through 10 with decimal points. You guys know this game. You love the game. Let's go to our guest first. Bill's going to get his baba. He needs a refill. Mm-hmm. Bill said, shut up. We're going to do it first. IMDB, 1 through 10 with decimal points. What did the Karate Kid get on a score of 1 through 10? You want to go first? I think it's an 8.7. Ooh. Bill? I'll go 9. Kevin Israel. I was going to say 8-9, and I'm going to stick with it. 
Wow. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> little. Three guys ready to fight Bill and Joanne in the first much, row already. Much muttering about we're, we're screwed. The we are absolutely screwed. <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes, as we know, is a 1 through 100 score percentages. Let's go to Joanne Nosichinsky. Joanne, what did the critics give the Karate Kid? Ooh, I'm going to say a 73. Bill Schultz? Pat Morita was nominated for an Academy Award, so I'm going to say 80. Mm-hmm. Kevin Israel, guess? 84. 89. Wow. wow. Let's have some fun with the audience, since you guys are the audience. Audience, the first person to yell out the correct score for the Rotten Tomatoes gets a Gutting the Sacred Cow t-shirt or wow. jizz rag. We prefer t-shirt. Oh, boy. <laughs> Audience, what did the audience score for Karate Kid? Percentage, not decimal point. Don't answer all at once. Jesus Christ. What? 85 is not right. Keep going. Nope. 60? 60, Joey. Jesus Christ, you love this film. One dollar. Shut up, Carangelo. 88, nope. Keep going. You guys are the worst. Nobody wants a T-shirt. Yeah, I get the point, guys. All right, don't bring them any more merch here, okay? Fuck you. All right, fine. Nope. There's only 100 numbers. <laughs> and we have to be out of here by 1030, so come on. No. Jesus Christ. 82 is the winner! <laughs> oh, there's some nepotism. <laughs> Quotes! Kevin Israel, you get to lead the, bag, the, the banner on this one. Wax on. Wax off. Too easy. Oh, yeah. oh come, come on. Too easy. On. Give me another one. Ride. What, do you want me to go for a deep cut? Yeah. yeah. I was going to do an alley with an A, actually. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Joanne, any uh, quotes stick out at you? Uh, smell bad, heal good. <laughs> Sounds like foreplay. <laughs> I, you know, it makes sense. It does? Yes. It does. Yes, it does. Schultzy, buddy. Where do these cars come from? Detroit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I like that. I like that. I'm surprised no one yelled, get up a body bag! <laughs> Everyone's favorite. Or my actual personal deep cut. JCPenney, 398, belt, hold up pants. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I knew someone's going to jump in that one. Thank you for <laughs> finishing up. Five fun facks! Five fun facts. Whoa, five fun facts. Five fun facts. Five fun facts. Five fun facts. Pat Morita was John Albertson's first choice for for Miyagi. However, producer Jerry Weintraub felt that the audience would not take him seriously in the role due to his background in comedy. I guess he was a fucking cut up on Happy Days, huh? Arnold. Oh, yeah. After Marita grew a beard and added a Japanese accent to his screen test, an impressed Weintraub had a change of heart, and Marita was given the part. So did he culturally appropriate his own? Oh, completely. Mm. Completely. Although You're the Best, the song, will be forever tied to the montage of the fight scenes during the All-Valley Karate Tournament, Joe Esposito's song was originally written by Bill Conti and Allie Willis to be used in... What 80s huge hit for a coffee mug? Staying Alive with John Travolta. That's Joanne's favorite film. That's all she could think of. Dubious honor of 0% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yep. Are guests allowed to... Uh, the guests are allowed to... Go ahead, guest. Rocky Three. Yes, Rocky Three is the answer. I was close. But we're, but we're replaced with Survivor's Eye of the Tiger. Thank God. 
Esposito revealed this information on the Adam Carolla show when he said, You're the best was turned down also in the movie Flashdance. Oh. Wow. Can you imagine that she's dancing when they was fucking shower them titties jumping up and down? You're the best around. That's how well, Bill takes showers. Too. I'm just think of you doing it. It's very dangerous to jump around in the shower, Kevin. Uh, well, if you have those old people bars, I guess it'd be. Oh, okay, okay. Yes. Yeah. I know Joanne's showers are boring. Yeah. Oh, I take a seat. <laughs> I believe that. <laughs> Number three, the yellow classic automobile that Daniel polishes in the famous wax on, wax off training scene, then offered by Mr. Miyagi as Daniel's birthday gift, was actually given to Ralph Macchio by the producer, and he still owns it. What? Wow. Does he fuck his wife in the back of that car now these days, you think? I don't think he's old enough yet to fuck his wife. (laughs) (laughs) He's got the Webster disease. Oh, good Lord. It's My favorite part of this, five fun facts. Who was offered the role of Daniel LaRusso but turned it down? Very for a, a T-shirt, very big name in the '80s, very big name in the '90s. Who, t- who turned it down? No. Ah, audience. audience? Whoa! Somebody had puberty first before saying it. Michael G. Fox, not it. Van Dam, I wish, Brian. Who? Is that Jill yelling? Keanu Reeves. Nope, nope. Eric Stoll. Can you imagine him as fucking mask fighting? No! Matthew, Matthew Broderick? Oh, no. War Ooh, Games. I, I can see that. Corey Feldman, no, but fun, but no. <laughs> A little Jewish five foot three Fonz whipping ass. God, I would jerk off to that now. Tom Wh- Cruise. No. Oh. Who? Shut up, Nicole. You looked it up. Oh, my wife wins a T-shirt. That's just, oh. this is horse shit. Oh, this Nepotism. Is God damn it. Not buying it. You should all oh. riot. You looked it up. <laughs> I swear. Karate Kid was also the name of a DC Comics Legion of Superheroes who was a member of the Legion. DC Comics, which also owned the name, gave special permission for the title to be used. Huh. Hmm. A, right? Well, there's a lot of plagiarism going on in this movie. So oh, yeah. slow down, coked up sea biscuit. You'll get your chance to come out of the gate strong. It's a wordy nickname, isn't it? Yeah. Great porn name too. Oh, what superstar of the '70s and '80s kid auditioned for a mug? He auditioned for the role but did not get it. A huge name. Also a director, now more so, but an actor in the 70s and 80s whose kid auditioned but did not get the role of Daniel LaRusso. And in all of his future movies, he had all the Coca-Cola products yanked from the set because Coke at the time owned Columbia Pictures. Which huge icon of the 70s and 80s kid auditioned for the role? I'm going to let the audience try because I know this one. Holy shit! (laughs) Chicken dinner over there. Finally, someone who's not related to me. Awesome. Eastwood it is. All right. They've come from far. They've come from away, but not far and away, because that was a shitty Tom Cruise and Cole Kidman film. It is now time for Bill and Joanne to Got the Sacred Cow. Okay. Do you want to begin, or should I begin? Oh, this was your idea. Okay. This was your idea, woman. Now, the reason why I picked this film was the first time I decided to watch it was during quarantine. I'd never seen it before. And I disliked it so much that I stopped watching it halfway through. 
Um, and the thing that really got me is I am an actor and I thought a lot of the acting and casting and character choices were just so weird, specifically the bullying, <laughs> the five to one just seemed a bit outrageous. And then sort of the characters interacting from that. Let's start with Daniel being that I'm from Jersey. Um, Daniel's from Newark. And he doesn't know how to fight? (laughs) (laughs) That seems strange. I guess so. Um, Also, he's from Newark, but he trusts a man he just met who says, come on in, shut your eyes. And picture a tree. Now, I, I, if I were Daniel, what do you, what do you, I, what I, I guess you, so. What are you suggesting? What do you? Just I, you know say what? I, this is an Arnold in different strokes moment where he yes. goes in the bike shop, right? Yes. Those trees had a lot of manscaping. Um, obviously, he's Italian. <laughs> but Mr. Mr. Miyagi is clearly not. So the fact that he keeps pronouncing it Miyagi is completely disrespectful. He knows that's not his name, so he's a little shit. Um, the casting of Ali and Daniel, I don't know if they screen tested together. I'm guessing they didn't because I just kept thinking she looks like his babysitter. <laughs> Um, and the the hugging they did a lot of hugging that was very awkward and then that first kiss I think it was Ralph's first kiss ever maybe in his career because that was very awkward eat her face Um, (laughs) mm -hmm. if only Miyagi could have taught him how to do some of that some training there (laughs) maybe he did Um, speaking of Miyagi he is great at trimming bonsai bonsai trees but not so good at carving pumpkins (laughs) did you see that i was so disappointed for a man who's so talented with tiny landscaping he should be able to carve a better pumpkin also he's all about respect and dignity and and um his cars are so dirty i just don't think that a man with that kind of discipline would let that happen um and then wasted Miyagi. I know you guys wanted us to discuss this. Um, I think that Bill's life is really um, based around Miyagi's <laughs> drunken life. It hit close to home. Um, yeah. Bill, Bill also likes to get dressed in costume, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, force young boys to drink with him, and then talk about history. <laughs> we had out the uh, young boys part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, just add in Gino Bisconti instead. Yeah, that's an old um, Bill, the- you put on your military greens and get just hammered <laughs> once yeah. a week. That's your thing. <laughs> I talked to a lot of the Pretty pictures of my, uh, <laughs> my place, yeah. too. He takes out his embroidery. <laughs> using, using ethnic slurs for Asians, of course. Yes. Was uh, that your wife? No, it came with the frame, but I talked to her every week. <laughs> whore! Whore! <laughs> uh, so Kevin's favorite quote, wax on, wax off. I thought that looked very similar to the sanding. Did anyone else? Yes. Very much so. And then they're applying it, and it's totally different. So if I were a student, I'd be like, wait a second. So you. <laughs> I could, you really should have been clearer with the assignment uh, because that's, that doesn't help me. Um, the classism. Okay, so that was another big thing in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, the fact that Daniel was poor. Uh, what gave these, that away? I know, right? <laughs> these bullies are the richest bullies possibly in any high school. 
All five of them go to the same karate dojo. They all have motorcycles. That's that's wild. You didn't right? have that in your high school. Yeah. No. You didn't have the the bike gang in your high school. No. If a girl got highlights, she was a bully. That was it. <laughs> um, and then the country club scene was the most unbelievable to me, because everyone stopped and laughed. When the waiter spilled the spaghetti, rich people would not laugh at that. They would be pissed that their spaghetti is going to take longer to get to them because the goddamn help can't get it right. (laughs) Rich people Um, don't eat spaghetti. That's for the help. um, And these poor apartments, right, where where, uh, Daniel and his mom moved to, they have an ugly green empty pool, but this beautiful rock wall with a water feature that's very nicely landscaped. So maybe that was Miyagi's doing, but like, he can't fill a pool? It's hot there. Did you see all those bonsai yeah. trees he had? That I takes guess time. so. I guess so. Um, and then my two last points here, again, the bullying was insane. Mm, Five like to that. one is nuts. They were really trying to murder him at points. Yes. Which is wild. Um, the sensei calling open season on a child is just awful, <laughs> obviously. Um, and in the end, he's get, he's he's they're fighting like a gimp-legged boy. Like, it's just, it's just wrong. Um, and speaking of the ending, it was... So abrupt yes, and so yeah. unsatisfying. I actually think a better ending would have been he gets hurt and we don't have any of this at the end. He's just hurt. And he's like, oh, it's not the point. Winning isn't the point. Like karate it was about my personal journey. And I have the girl. Isn't that enough? You're such a hippie. I guess so. (laughs) Um, But so for all of those reasons, um, I think that this is a really uh, crap film. Thank you. One through ten, Joanne. Um, You know, a five. There there were decent moments, Mm -hmm. but I have Mm. wasted many hours of my life now watching this. Did your boyfriend, Douglas, did you agree with her assessment on this when you guys first saw it? No, the fucking movie's awesome. All right, bro. Did you you drive or she drive? Yeah, Joanne, have a nice walk home, honey. Oh, no. <laughs> Although when you think about it, like celebrity couple-wise, Dojo, Douglas, oh. Joe. Oh, this is why I he gets paid the big bucks. I see this in Star Magazine. Yeah. Guys, you don't work at Maximum Stuff Magazine without some kind of credentials like that shit behind you. <laughs> Bill Schultz, what did you think? This movie is a hate crime. Oh, boy. Um, <laughs> I'm surprised that anyone that has even a modicum of Italian descent or possibly Asian is not picketing right now. Mm. <laughs> we'll start with the Italians. Um, first of all, he's like a Vinnie Barbarino, but gayer. Which I know is redundant. Uh, with the O and the A. And he's like quite literally bathed in marinara sauce in that one scene. Uh, there's just so many Italian stereotypes in this thing. He's got a temper and he's from New Jersey because all Italians are from New Jersey. If they're not good enough to go to Brooklyn. And then he goes to the Newark that is Reseda in L.A. with his stereotypical <laughs> Italian mom. And uh, the other thing, too, is I thought Joanne coming up with this movie was brilliant. I mean, this is a quintessential gutting the sacred cow movie to absolutely sure is thing until I realized it was two hours and seven minutes. Uh, And then I was very angry at you. Uh, This is like not only obviously goes without saying it's a rocky knockoff. Sylvester Stallone has said as much. Same director. 
They took the, same score too. Same score, Conti. Yeah, and um, it's also Titanic because with Titanic, you you're, you're watching for two plus hours, and all you want to do is see the boat go down. <laughs> you are five minutes into this movie, and you know how it's going to end. Wait a minute, Billy. Oh, don't you God, stop and then jerk off all the Irish people stuck in steerage? I empathize with them, but I didn't jerk <laughs> off to it. It made me sad. Uh, but you know how it's going to end, so you just want to fast forward to the final fight scene, which sucks. The only yeah. good fight scene is Mr. Miyagi kicking Cobra Kai's ass, and then it's like 20 minutes into the film. The rest, and by the way, Sylvester Stallone who kind of made a career out of montages, he saw this movie, and he realized you could just do an entire movie on montages. Mm. Hence Rocky IV. Yes. Uh, And this movie, half the montages are him just doing manual labor for Mr. Miyagi. That's not even a great montage. The actual training scenes, also a montage, while better... It's still t- 20 minutes of him waxing a car, but the first montage is them going from Newark to L.A. Now, again, this thing is two hours and seven minutes. The first thing I would cut is the car scene from Newark to L.A., which I believe was about 20 minutes. Mm. If that. Was, oh. Bill, how would you know they got there then? I <laughs> would say pull up at the shitty place, say, hey, we just got here from Newark. Oh. <laughs> Baba de do, hey, hey, hey. Pizza Hut, no, thank you. Oh. And speaking of stereotypes, Mr. Miyagi, are you goddamn kidding me? That first of all, he was born in Sacramento. That accent was made up, and I hate crime, even though he is actually Japanese. He knows karate, because don't they all? And he trains him in a catcher's uh, (laughs) outfit because they like their baseball, too. And I shit you not, this was edited out of Karate Kid. Mr. Miyagi had developed some sort of, and he called it Mr. Hashimoto, hydraulic karate robot because they like their electronics too for Daniel to train on and they got rid of that part Uh but also he can't hold his liquor as the Asians do (laughs) Uh, all of that and uh, yeah to Joanne's point I mean a lot of that that entire apartment facility was really shitty looking until he had Daniel, who got conned into cleaning everything. His mom got conned into some sort of Ponzi scheme for the original job she had, and then she had another job. She got conned into going to California. Essentially, the subtext is Italians are dumb. You should be protesting this. I should. And also, I will give you a little inside baseball right before we went down here. This is very adorable. We're about to put on our uh, headbands. And Joanne goes, wait, is this offensive? And my response would be, you're an Italian from New Jersey putting this on. That means the entire movie is offensive. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And the actual ending that you wanted would have been the real bad guy, Reese. And by the way, I apologize. Reese, whatever. Uh, I apologize to my Vietnam vet father, who I dragged to take me to this movie when I was nine. Because apparently, not only are Vietnam, Vietnam vets baby killers, they're also baby killers when they get a dojo. 
uh, 20 years after the fact and actually go after little Italian babies like Ralph Maggio. And it makes, it makes Vietnam vets look bad. I love the fact that Pat Morita is a World War II vet, but he fought for our side. Yes. Because that yeah. is something that would happen. Uh, I do, they, they do talk about the internment camps. That's good. But the, <laughs> well, him, and George, good. Or, yeah. him and George Takei were hanging it's out together. We know that yes. that's a thing that happened. The motherfucker <laughs> steals a black belt. All right, talk about stolen valor. He's a Purple Heart winner, but he just sees a black belt, steals it from his love of this martial art. He just steals that that wonderful uh, item that you're supposed to wear when you're at a black belt. But Elvis was a black belt, so probably doesn't mean anything anyway. But, uh, yeah, the more you watch this movie, the more you see it's awful, awful awful flaws. Mm-hmm. And by the way, again, you are being very offensive right now by wearing that headband. Uh, you, you Bill, give me a number. It. I'm going to go, I love this movie. Uh, I grew up on this movie. <laughs> but after, turn, yes. after those two hours, and uh, I'm going to give it a four. I, I don't like it anymore. That casting, though, my favorite character was the mother. I think she was so believable. The other dub Italian. Yeah. So believable <laughs> as an Italian mother. I wanted more of her that would have made it a better movie. The only thing missing was for her, like, stirring the sauce, like, be home by 10! Yeah. <laughs> Kevin Israel, I have to go first. Please. I have to pull rank, I'm sorry, because I have a lot, lot of notes here. <clears throat> These notes, of course, brought to you by guttingthesacredcow.com, where you can get fine T-shirts, coffee mugs, bags, hats, shoes... No shoes. I'm doing a Caddyshack quote. Only related to the host. Yeah, and blogs. And a a bowl of soup. (laughs) (laughs) I knew you never let let me down in a Caddyshack quote. (laughs) Number one, Daniel has to push start the car across the country on a trip. You mean to tell me he did not have to stop at least one other time, especially in, let's say, St. Louis, where Clark W. Griswold got honky lips spray-painted on his car? (laughs) Can he tell me how to get back to the expressway? Fuck yo, mama. Roll him up. God damn you. I'm sorry. That's why I had to go first. Son of a bitch. Looks like the LaRussos are the last two white people to leave Newark. <laughs> He's in, they're, like an, they're, they're the over-the-top Italians that they, that they make fun of in Caddyshack where they say, you know, Italians is for skilled labor. All right. <laughs> How did Daniel not say to the old lady sitting outside from Jersey, holy shit, it's Happy Gilmore's grandmother. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like playing soccer on the beach to let the girl you're interested in know that you're gay. <laughs> By the way, that's the same beach Keanu Reeves couldn't throw a football in in Point Break. Oh. Is it? It is. Oh. There's only one beach in California. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Gotta appreciate when a bandana is a must accessory in the 80s, right? Oh, those are the days. Yep. That pool is a five-star fire hydrant in Newark, by the way. (laughs) My dad had the same sweater that Allie wore in the beach scene. Oh, the cable net. Greg had that, right? Remember that one? Yep, same. Uh, The days where we were growing shirts against skins didn't get you thrown on Megan's Law. (laughs) Cultural appropriation, party of two. How about the Orient Express restaurant where a white woman was about to become manager? I would not eat there. Just like I would not eat at a pizza place that serves halal. Fuck that. (laughs) Daniel walks in the dojo and says to Kreese, Holy shit, you left Rambo at the extraction point in First Blood Part (laughs) 2. Forgot about that. I didn't. (laughs) 33 minutes in and we see our first black extra. That's a record high for the 80s. (laughs) 
She wants to take him to the arcade in the first date. Is that not my dream girl or what? <laughs> Honey, grab a mop and bucket while your man kicks the shit out of 13-year-olds playing Street Fighter, 2, Street Fighter 2 Turbo for an hour and a half. Daniel should have said arcade. Can't you just pour bourbon on your tits like you did for Nicolas Cage in Leaving Las Vegas? <laughs> <laughs> Excellent nude scene, by the way. Isn't it right? Yeah, a little bit. By the way, scene. Elizabeth Shue hotter now than she was in this film. Yes. Fight me. Where's the mom? I love, I hear my handyman has taken my son to carve bonsai trees. I immediately have a fucking problem. <laughs> <laughs> and in case for all you fans who are keeping score at home, love the casual 80s racism from Crease, calling him a slope right off the collar, right? Yes. <laughs> Anyone else think Mr. Miyagi wanted to trim Mrs. LaRusso's bonsai tree? Oh, God. <laughs> she seems like she has a deciduous forest between her legs. Oh, boy. That's just me. That was earth science. If Daniel had any balls, he'd be pantless in that shower costume. Hmm. Yeah. Allie is coming on strong. Is he fucking retarded? She is throwing some major fucking signals at him. My God, Daniel LaRusso closes like Armando Benitez did in the 90s. <laughs> mm-hmm. Johnny Lawrence brings a my hero by the way Johnny Lawrence brought a goddamn Walkman to a costume party listen nothing yeah, co- nothing right yeah. listen to music in the bathroom yeah I was smoking well, some weed you needed, a, you needed a soundtrack yeah, yeah, yeah. nothing coaxes out a turd like some sweet sweet bananarama right folks that's true <laughs> I don't know about you but I never ever leave a black man hanging for a high five where he's in the, show, in the bathroom and he leaves. Johnny, what's up? Especially a black Spider-Man. That could have been Miles Morales. I was going to say, it's prophetic, yeah. Kevin's had one black guy try to give him a high five in his <laughs> life. <laughs> he was at my wedding. Mr. Miyagi doing karate is as real as Steven Seagal doing karate when he became a cop in 2007. <laughs> show us some moves, Cuba. <laughs> Check out Under Siege on our podcast. We did that very well. I would have laughed if Mr. Miyagi roofied Daniel when he was sleeping and went upstairs to bang his mom. (laughs) It's the dawn of a new day when a white boy is a worse driver than an Asian man. Oh, no. (laughs) That's why he asked him to drive. Bingo. (laughs) Was that Lamar Luttrell from Revenge of the Nerds who got beat up in the dojo? You think his limp wristed throwing sock? Thank you. You thank you for getting it. You think his limp wristed throwing side would have helped him in the fights? Latrell Lamar, Lamar Latrell. <laughs> Must take a, wor- a worm for a walk week. Say that five times uh, fast. Everyone in the theater fucking chuckled at that piece of shit. Sick burn, bro. <laughs> Isn't there? Yeah, right. Isn't there a script su- supervisor saying, "Look, I know this is a PG film, but we have to work on our insults." My second grader just dissed a first grader better than that. Allie's parents, holy shit. Those tennis outfits scream, no brown housekeepers. <laughs> Who are her parents? Judge Smale's parent, fucking wife, and, and Judge Smale's wife, and whatever. Yeah, I, fuck I assumed it was the goatees. <laughs> <laughs> you two look a couple of boogies. Golf and stuff is like the first 10 days for people on Christian Mingle, right? Mm. Miyagi, thank you, Bill, is getting more out of slave labor from Daniel than people who shepherd Mexicans across the border. <laughs> I loved when Miyagi came out 
dressed like Mr. Furley from Three's Company. Anybody yes. else? <laughs> Those butterfly collars, <laughs> yes. man. Oh, they were sick. They had their own area code. Oh, yeah. Oh, my thing. God. Like, you see, Japanese are going to a Don Ho impersonation contest. <laughs> Daniel comes to paint in skinny jeans. What is he, a fucking hipster in Williamsburg? <laughs> Painting his own apartment chartreuse? <laughs> Why does Hollywood always feel the need, Kevin, get ready for a... Uh, that doesn't happen. Why does Hollywood always feel the need to have actors and actresses get paint on their face to show audiences that they've been painting? <laughs> Everyone in this fucking room has painted a house or room. And no one is smearing paint on their face like they're about to go into battle with Chief Joseph. That doesn't happen. But you've never done the cute little boo I love you more. <laughs> Uh, sponsored by Sherman Williams. Um, <laughs> sure, painting and sanding suddenly transform you into Liu Kang from Mortal Kombat. Does that make Bob Vila a ninth degree black belt? He should be, yeah. This old house, that was great. Thank you. Of course you like that. I grew up watching that. Yeah. And, you, and you know She's why Bob Vila got kicked off the TV? Because he was a racist. What? Oh, uh, no. Bob Vila hated blacks or everybody else? Just pretty much anybody. Oh. Really? Yeah. Someone's faking heartbreak. <laughs> you don't Not Bob. A, a lot of this old house fans out there. <laughs> don't cancel this old you know, house. What is he, what is he off camera going, this old house, Mark? These old cheap Jews, am I right? Oh, no. You know who lived in this? <laughs> the Puerto Ricans. Those people. <laughs> so two guys are getting drunk on an L.A. beach at 6 a.m. This explains a lot about Kelsey Grammer's former behavior, right? <laughs> Wouldn't that have been funny if Kreese showed up and pelted Miyagi with bread and the seagulls dive bomb him while he's doing the crank kicks on those wooden posts? <laughs> Any other kids from the 80s have flashbacks wearing nut hugger gym shorts with the, thick, the three oh, thick striped socks? So oh, man. Marco Polo. I would immediately call the Coast Guard if I saw an old man fishing on a boat with a kid doing kata in jean shorts. <laughs> <laughs> I would have shit what, if when Johnny was dancing with Allie's mom, if he would have said uh, to her, oh, the graveyard's two blocks that way. <laughs> when Daniel crashes into the waiter with that loud, f- super fake ADR side of, uh, sound effect, I was waiting for Stone Cold Steve Austin to come out and kick some fucking ass. <laughs> Great. Good, good God, <laughs> King. That's Stone Cold Steve Austin's music. This is about to pick up tonight, King. Drunk Miyagi would have been as big of a meme in the 80s as Bernie Sanders wearing mittens now. Mm. <laughs> I was waiting for Daniel to do the shot with Miyagi when he was drunk and say, me American, me very smart, me no drink, the pee-pee part. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Mr. Miyagi had the same phone my parents did back in the 80s as well. Fun fact. 100 minutes in, and the only training Daniel has done is, sa- is sanding floors, waxing cars, painting fences, and balancing on boats and logs. And he's supposed to fight an entire dojo who do nothing but train and eat bus station runaways? Sure, that's believable. <laughs> you hit like a girl. That would go over like diarrhea in a community pool in today's times, right? And especially go over even more poorly with the Hillary Swank in the next Karate Kid. You know, the Godfather 3 slash Phantom Menace slash King of the Crystal Skull of this franchise. <laughs> A, if I'm playing video games, I don't want to be interrupted like Daniel interrupted Allie. B, I never walk away mid-video game because I'm a fucking completist. Thank you. 
Is Christmas time in L.A. that warm at night you can go down water slides? If so, I'm ready to pay yes. 50% of income taxes and not freeze my balls off here in fucking Jersey. Yeah, I noticed that. Isn't that cool, right? Yeah. Water slides at night, Joanne. That's awesome. Let's, let's go. Yeah. All right. If Philip, if Philip Rivers can play and lose on a torn ACL, Danny LaRusso can take a fucking kick to the leg like a man. <laughs> Mr. Miyagi did the same thing with his hands that the masseuse who took care of Robert Kraft did at Orchids of Asia. If, she, if that lady can revive a 75-year-old dick, Miyagi can heal Daniel's leg. In summary, zero training montage, too much with the dating, not enough of the Bushwood-esque scenes for my liking. This film requires a shitload of suspension of disbelief, at least with Rocky, the underdog story. He was a fucking boxer. He was an established boxer, but Daniel is a nothing. He just comes from anywhere, and then he runs the fucking table in the end. Listen, and Johnny should have chong lead the fuck out of Danny instead of dick around that last fight. Who was he kidding? He should have given him a green sick fracture. Yeah. That being said... I still like this film. <laughs> I do. It's fun. It's cute. Hypocrite. I know. But listen, is it the classic we all love? Eh, it's yeah. good. It's good. Does it pass the remote test? No. no. It does not pass the remote test. The remote test, for those of you who don't know. No. I, I totally agree with you. Yeah, no, I'm saying. Yeah. If you're flipping around, you happen to catch us at any point on cable, do you stop and watch it no, no matter what it is? No. I don't. There are certain scenes I will, but I will not. I give this film a six and a half out of ten. And now, girls jumping on trampolines. Kevin Israel, the floor is yours. <laughs> well, gee, thanks, guys. You took all the points possible. <laughs> ah. So I have one, one overriding point that I'd like to make that nobody has made. There is one bad guy in this movie. There's only one villain. Wait. And nobody ever acknowledges who Wait. it is. It's Allie. Ah, Allie is... Well, oh, really? Oh, oh, it's too oh that's interesting. Now. Okay, I like I that. I wasn't sure if anyone Allie would care. Allie is the bad person in this movie, and she should have gotten oh, the I shit beat this. out of her. Yeah, I literally All she that. did, she spent <laughs> it in trying to get Daniel's son killed. Yeah. Literally, every time she showed up, I was like, well, fuck, he's going to get punched in the face soon. That's, oh, that's, <laughs> like, you're so Everything right. she did, she was... She dragged him into more fights. She was that drunk girl in the bar who's like... I gotta uh, leave with him, but that was the guy <laughs> that I was... Just tell him I'm going with you. Hold on what? a second. I feel like I watched Usual Suspects for the first time, and I saw the Kobayashi coffee mug fall and shatter the floor. I never fucking thought of that. That's brilliant. That is really good. Yeah. She is the worst person ever in a movie. That She takes this kid who's easily 30 years younger than her and is like, you know what? I feel like there were two movies going on here. There was Karate Kid, and there was some weird version of She's All That, where she made a bet that we never saw on screen <laughs> at the end of the summer, and they were like, hey, why don't you go find a freshman and see if you can get him murdered before homecoming? And she was like, deal. It's on. And you know what? She almost won that shit. She was ushering him out to the fight. She was with him the whole time. She's like, yeah, go fight all of Cobra Kai. You got this, buddy. She never kissed him. He didn't get a hand job. nothing. Oh. She, he got a couple of hugs, and she's like, yeah. Let's do this. It's, let me repeat everything I just said in case you didn't hear it. Um, no, but Kevin, to your point, I did look up how much older, because I thought she was older than him. No. When they filmed this movie, she was two years younger. Wow, that just shows Italian genes are just... I guess so. 22 years old he yeah. was. That is, that is really Webster. And she was yeah, He was Webster. Do you also know he's the same age? Now, when he does Cobra Kai, as Pat Morita was when he did Karate Kid, oh, does that not blow your Pat fucking Mar mind? You know what's yeah. funny, though? Seeing Pat Morita now, he didn't look that old. 
Like, yeah. I remember as a kid watching being like, that old Asian yeah. guy. Now I look at him like, he's still got good skin. He was kind of gray, but he held – he fought in World War II. I don't – I didn't buy that. He would have been He would have been about in his mid-60s in yeah. this movie. Good for him. Anyway, moving on. So, yeah, Allie is the villain of this movie. She should have had to fight, and she should have gotten the shit beat out of her because she's the worst. <laughs> um, Moving on. I felt like every point in this movie, another 80s movie could have broken out. Like, there were so many other moments in 80 movies. Like, in the, in the, cl- uh, the, the clubhouse scene, where they're at the, uh, the, uh, the golf club or whatever it was. Oh, yeah. I felt like at any point, Rodney Dangerfield was going to jump out and be like, <laughs> yeah! hey, let's, let's get this party started. <laughs> and then, and when, they, when they were driving across the country, like you said... <laughs> The mom oh, definitely. You mean the four hours they were going across country. Yeah. The mom definitely got stalked. Real time. Yeah. Definitely got stalked by Clark Griswold in a motel. <laughs> like he was definitely like walking along. Was like, "Hey, what are you doing?" My what? No, I'm not married. Let's just go for a swim. Uh. <laughs> Ralph Macchio's acting. I don't. Th- I didn't know it was possible to get worse. If I, you guys watch Cobra Kai. Yeah, you watch Cobra Kai? Yeah. Oh, His it. acting uh, is terrible in Cobra Kai. It was much better here. And then it got, I think, a little bit better in My Cousin Vinny. And then he was probably just like, well, I'm not doing this anymore, so I can lose this skill altogether. And then they were skill. like, well, well, you got a TV show now. Yeah, I don't need to try. <laughs> this isn't going anywhere. It's YouTube. <laughs> well, it got renewed. Ah, shit. Guess I should learn to act. Nah, fuck it. He is, <laughs> then he goes. Then he, those kids are even worse than they are. And he is as an actor. <laughs> he is. Uh, he's he's terrible. I agree with Joanne. All of the acting in this movie felt bad. Yeah, it just felt horrible. Even Johnny as the bad guy felt like he was never quite sure he was supposed to be bad. Like he read the script and he was like, "I don't think I'm the bad guy." And the director was like, "No, you're the bad guy." He's like, "Nah, I'm not going to play it that way." I'm going to play it a little more subtle. They're like, this isn't a subtle movie. <laughs> well, I'm going to go, you'll see. You'll get it. You'll get it. Uh, she's, the, she's the bad guy anyway, really. Whore. That's <laughs> <laughs> such a for good the, idea. The whore tag. I know. <laughs> uh, and, and obviously when Mr. Miyagi gives her the bonsai tree, as everybody knows, when a man from Okinawa gives you a tree, you're now a sex slave. That's just, <laughs> that's just common decency. And she walked away, and he's like, Science. this will be very good for me now. <laughs> she should have giggled, and walked out of the room backwards. Daniel, who's a kid in his, what, he's 14, is the slowest runner in history. Yes. He is, what was he, what was, he was he trying to get caught? You'd think <laughs> a kid motivated by five maniac 36-year-olds, because that's how old all of Cobra Kai was. <laughs> Chasing him across a field, he would have done a little better. Yeah. And by the way, he had a good quarter mile head start, and they still caught him. Was he just like, oh, you know what? I got the Asian guy back at home who's going to beat the shit out of you, so I feel pretty good about my chances here. <laughs> so you mean, if I ever need a new roof, all I have to do is find a bully high school kid and tell him that I'm going to make you an MMA star, and I'll just get a free new roof? That is a great <laughs> trick. We should all be trying that. Next time you see a third grader getting beat up, just be like, hey, want to play baseball? Get up on the roof. You'll see. <laughs> I feel like the real victim of this movie, by the way, was the kid who got kicked by the fence in the face in the beginning. Because he shows up and you're like, oh, he's going to be a main character. Nope, we never see him again. <laughs> we never see the kid with the half stash. Yes. 
just sh- you're like, oh, he's going to be one of Daniel's friends, right? Nah. The pig fucking t-shirt. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You see that? Who, by, who worked at the, who yeah. also worked at the motel. Everybody in that shitty part of town worked at that motel, <laughs> that, that apartment <laughs> complex. And the only thing he was there to do was get Daniel to the, Daniel's son to the beach. And then they were like, yeah, you're good. You don't have to do this anymore. <laughs> like, well, could I learn karate too? No, no, you've got a terrible mustache. Go home. We don't want to see you ever again. You're 36 also. Yeah, 14 old Puerto Rican kids have better mustaches than that. <laughs> After this movie, if you grew up in the 80s, and I have a feeling a lot of you did, uh, every kid thought sweeping the leg was some badass finishing move. Like, everybody thought, sweep the leg, and it was like Scorpions, finish him! Like, it just means you just you kind of trip somebody. Right. Like, sweeping the yeah. leg is literally just tripping somebody. It's not like breaking his ACL. It's just yeah. tripping him. And I the would, crane is not a thing. I was just going to say, yeah, I'll no. re-raise you, say the crane is pure horse shit. Oh, no. yeah. Completely oh, made up. Do you know yeah. how many kids probably got their shit beat yeah. out of them yeah. around 85 trying to be like, <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm going to take you all on. And they're like, oh. This here, is a defense position. Here comes, here comes, the, leg. Here yeah. comes the crane kick. It's going to be fantastic. <laughs> $5,000 of karate lessons and one broke him sternum later. Oops. <laughs> and Listen, I'm no lawyer. Yes, I am. Uh, <laughs> he is. But I feel like allowing Daniel to fight after he had his ACL broken or whatever happened to him probably violated some part of the competition's insurance policy. No shit. But that guy who was the announcer was just like, let's do it. Oh, <laughs> it's going to be awesome. I'm going to owe hundreds of thousands of dollars when that kid can't the ever The Chiefs walk have again. better concussion protocol <laughs> than this entire karate system has for 12-year-olds. Yeah. Oh, come on. Those quarterbacks in the 80s were just puking and smoking cigarettes while they were going through concussion, concussion protocol. And Montana was hanging out just doing the same thing. And let's talk about Chris. When he was hiding in the jungles of Vietnam... Was he formulating this plan the whole time? Was he like, here's what I'm going to do. I mean, he had a bunch of white kids and one black kid. And I'm going to start a dojo and make them all my little assassins. And then there's going to be an Italian kid who comes to town. And we're going to murder him! And they're like, you know what, buddy? You should probably go back stateside. You're, uh, you're sweating a lot. <laughs> he's, what does Chris think he is? He was, he think he's, he's like running the, like a Japanese mob? He's just, the guy comes in and he's like... And, but if you don't show up, you're, you're dead, and he's on target. Like, what the fuck's wrong with you? You know what? Don't fight him. Call the police. Yes, Just report yeah. this guy to Dyfus yeah. or something. This is like a game. Yeah, <laughs> it's an actual game. I bet Kreese would have hung out with Michael Vick when he was doing dog fights. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, the, the training montage in here was definitely a weak training. Ugh, the worst. It was, definitely, it was definitely weak. Like, like Bill said, Rocky was great. But it reminded it, I feel like so many other montages follow. Like, I kept thinking of Over the Top. Over the Top had a great montage. The best blood sport. Bloodsport also had a great had a great one. I just feel like Over the Top is such a terrible movie, but it had a great montage. And for 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 the millennial, uh, Over the Top is about arm wrestling. <laughs> that's all you and need truck to know. driving. That's that's, that's it. it. That's, that's it. it. That's all you need Done. to know. Yeah. And being yeah, a yeah. deadbeat dad yeah. in the process. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And it's one of my favorite movies. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, this movie is ridiculous. I haven't seen this movie in probably twenty years, and I went into this. Absolutely certain that I was going to hate it and just it was going to be a miserable two hours. But I, I got some chills. But I got to tell you, yeah. it still feels good to watch. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. It still it still got me. 
I didn't, wasn't it didn't really drag at any point. It was I don't know. I, 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 other than some of the dating parts, which just seemed ridiculous, and the fact that the, the Japanese guy gave him the fucking car—that's insane. That's a hundred thousand dollar car. No that shit. Kid got. Yeah. You sell that car and you buy your mom a house. You piece of shit. You don't keep that car. <laughs> Why like, did he sell all those cars and make his own dojo and make some money? Make Teach other dojo. kids how real karate is. He could yeah. sell all those cars and buy Okinawa. Yeah. <laughs> which apparently is his own country. As you told the story, <laughs> which it is not. I don't yeah, think, that's, that's not they true. They just made that up. Uh, but this this movie, yeah, it's still it it held up all right. Like it wasn't terrible. I still enjoyed it. The end fight scene, as bad as it was, and by the way, if you've ever it's been awful. if you if you've ever been to an actual karate tournament, they are brutally boring because they are the most most unviolent fighting ever. Yeah. Like you can't punch in the face. You can only punch in the chest and abdomen. And or kick someone in the face to the point of killing them and win. Or tear their ACL. Yeah. But, yeah, no, the movie, it, it held I – was, I, was, I was pleasantly surprised. I mean, Kev's right. It's definitely not a remote movie. You're not going to quit you know, taking your kid to the dance recital because Karate Kid's on. Mm. But <laughs> <laughs> Ashley, don't get pregnant. <laughs> now, if Predator's on, you stay home. <laughs> uh, yeah, so for, you know what? For me, I, I'm, I'm in a six. I give it a six. Six. Yeah, yeah. fair. Yeah, fair. Let's move along. Oh, by the way, here's a fun fact. Here's another fun fact. For all you people who are the Hollywood tour walk of fame, not walk of fame, but the Hollywood tours, here's the off, 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 off beaten path little thing you can check out if you're there. Daniel's apartment was filmed exactly one mile from John Connor's house in Terminator 2 and three miles from the pawn shop in Pulp Fiction. Nice. You know, the infamous scene where Bill Schultz calls that his Phoebe Cates moment when uh, Marcellus Wallace gets raped. I wanted to be the gimp. Are you good? Nah. Nah, far fucking from good. We're about to go medieval <laughs> on this area. Yeah. Critics, five-star reviews. Critics, five-star reviews. Critics, five-star reviews. Critics, five-star reviews. The characters are unforgettable, the dialogue is clever, and although the sequences are predictable, the film never loses heart. Mm-hmm. 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 Perhaps a touch on the corny side, an undeniably broad kid is a ridiculously rewarding drama that puts pure, pure sincerity to marvelous use, inflating a mild underdog story into an inspiring tale of education and developing friendship. I like how they call it kid, as though that's the that's and it's, it's capitalized. That's too. its street mm-hmm. name. Yeah. The film's art consists of entirely hiding the cynicism of its calculations under an agreeably modest and disarming manner. Here's our first critic who probably introduces themselves with their name and pronouns. (laughs) While this may be as soppy and predictable as they come, it still reminds you why they used to enjoy 80s teen flicks so much in the first place. Fair. Critics, one-star reviews. Critics, one-star reviews. Critics. One star reviews. It's primitive, predatory stuff. Is Chris Hansen sitting in the bottom of the fucking room going, So, what are you doing here? Pull up a chair. <laughs> what do these bonsai trees mean? <laughs> By the way, the best to catch a predator editor ever, ever, was one guy walks in and he sees Chris Hansen going, Uh oh. <laughs> and then Chris Hansen goes, You again? Like, seriously, you again? I was just here to check on her. Twice. I uh, wanted to make sure she was all right. I got a pizza from Domino's. I'm here to fuck. I mean, hang out and have a good time. <laughs> the adventures of this vengeful boy only inspires indifference. <laughs> it's nothing. Agreed. 
A surprise hit in the States. This is another filmmaking by numbers exercise in teen, teenage wish fulfillment. Gee, Mom, I'm dying with leukemia. You know what I'm going to do? Learn how to crane kick, which does nothing in real life. <laughs> mm-hmm. Is there a janitor who can teach me to fight somewhere? <laughs> this is actually director Avildsen's first hit since Rocky, and it has the same mixture of calculation and apparent naivete. It borrows from formula. It borrows its formula from East and West with good humor, and is completely free of intelligence, discrimination, and originality. No wonder it's a hit. I went to film school. I don't know if you know that. Yeah. <laughs> Amazon five star reviews. Five star reviews. Amazon five star reviews. Gift. <laughs> that's it. One word review. That's that's, that's a almost... better review than shit sandwich for uh, Spinal Tap. Yeah, <laughs> that's almost as good as. Did not buy this. <laughs> Someone hacked my account. <laughs> to fill out collection. <laughs> I thought you would write this in the review section for the next Karate Kid or the reboot, yeah. but not this one, right? <laughs> I got two and three, and they just didn't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't piece them together. Next one, all in caps. Always a family favorite with a good moral story to it. <laughs> he had to screen that one from the rooftop. Why Dorothy Mantooth is a yeah. saint. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I took her out for a seafood dinner. We'll not call her back. <laughs> As a mother of boys, I'm always looking out for movies about boys that will hold interest and yeah, give a positive... Stop laughing, Kevin. And give a positive theme. The Karate Kid is just perfect. It has a few curse words, but they are a few... Oh, my. Yeah. My boys range from 15 years to six years. Tool for you, Bill. And they stayed all the same with this one. <laughs> and they're all still breastfeeding. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, that, that means one of them was an accident. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. The oopsies, sure. 100%. But we love you all the same. <laughs> yes, the cheesy's 80s style of music were good for a chuckle or two. But otherwise, the, the message is timeless. Enjoy. Note. My boys enjoyed the second one. Oh, well. I mean, I'm on. Are we all on pins and needles to see if they enjoyed the third one and to see if they ever put. The, what about the reboot? Yeah. Hold on a second. What about Jaden? I just want to know if they put the. What about Jaden? Yeah. Wait till she finds out Jaden's best friend fucked his mom. Oh. This is true. Oh, Jesus. And if they ever put their overbearing mother in a nursing home, that's also something I want to know. We're doing this because we love you, Mommy. Or, or, or she ends up like the mom and Joker. Okay. Oh, wow. Came in fast and fine. These are Amazon four-star reviews of my penis, by the way. Thank you. That was a two-star review, to be honest. Two and a half. Amazon one-star reviews. Amazon one-star reviews. It's time for Amazon one-star reviews. Too much gratuitous vulgarity, and the role of the young woman was inane and accepting of mild intimidation, if not abuse, as long as the perp was rich. Perp, like he did the walk in front of the photographers down at One Police <laughs> Plaza, right? <laughs> Ready? <laughs> I wish I was making this up. I remember the video game. It was better. <laughs> I do not remember a Karate Kid video game. Does any of you recall that? There was definitely a Karate Kid video game. I do not remember there that. Was definitely an Atari Karate Champ, Kung Fu Master, not Karate Kid. All right. I li- I think I like the Jaden Smith version better. Signed, someone who says the Young Sheldon is the best show on TV right now. 
Signed, W. Smith. <laughs> I did not like it. It was boring to me, so it was not my favorite. <laughs> when it comes to karate, all that these modern Americans care about are flashy belts when they should be looking into the mind and soul of the martial art. Ah, fooey. Before watching it for the first time, you can predict the karate kid, hero Ralph Macchio, is a new kid on the block who meets a cute and new girl of interest. Soon after, the hero also meets her asshole boyfriend and his gang of asshole friends who have little else to do than terrorize the young hero. But fear not, for such assholes face karma by the end of the film. Thanks for the summary. Jesus. (laughs) Signed, another asshole who thinks his opinion matters. Okay. (laughs) Last and not least, this guy is a fucking hero. This probably is Johnny Lawrence who wrote this one. Totally unrealistic. No way guys in the karate would run into any high school. The one guy in high school I knew that took karate was the biggest dork. He, he, he was always practicing the ninja art of invisibility in gym class. One time I threw him a pass while playing basketball that hit him in the face. Guess he was a horrible ninja. <laughs> I, wait, I had a note that I didn't say. I said there was a kid who, a 12 year old, who knew who had a black belt when I was in, in middle school. And he, he's like, oh, I have a black belt. I have a black belt. And he fought a kid in high school and he got the shit beat out of him. Yeah. Like bad, yeah. like hospital bad. Black belt, we were... yeah, black belt fighting a kid who smells like sour milk and broken dreams. You're going to lose every time. <laughs> Kevin Israel, did Bill and Joanne gut the sacred cow? I'd like to preface by this by saying <laughs> I respect the hell out of you, too. And I realize that you came a long way from New York to come here. Here we go. And we appreciate Apparently it. Apparently we did. And your presence. <laughs> and you guys did a really good job. You made really made an argument. Bill, I, feel like you, I felt like you tried about as hard as you did with a girl who was the last at the bar on a long night. <laughs> he girl? did say girl. Girl? He did say girl. Yeah. <laughs> it was in quotes. Mm-hmm. Uh, that said, I'm sorry, guys. Oh! I'm sorry. Wait, wait, wait. But you could do Bill and I separately. Oh, God. <laughs> Joanne wants to maintain her Is fucking that... perfect streak. That's why I snipped that right that out. That sounds like a package offer. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, 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 no. Stop. So, no. Oh, I'm God. sorry. I'm sorry. This movie, I, I, and I genuinely, I really thought I was going to hate it, and I was sure the arguments you were going to make were going to were going to make me see the light of how bad this movie was. I just didn't it's not hate good. it. I didn't hate it. I mean, it's not it, it's not an Academy Award winning movie, but it's I enjoyed it. Watch this. Did he? Did they get you to knock your score down at any point? No. Oh, no. No. I tried. I no, tried, I mean, guys. A, for me, it was. A, I mean, I feel like a lot of people probably love this movie. Maybe it's a seven, eight. For me, it was like as a six. I, I won't watch this movie again. Wow. Until hopefully someday I have a child and they want to see it. But uh, you know what took me out of this movie today was our wonderful five fan Photoshop who does all of our graphics. Oh for my our god, show. This is great. he did the promo for this thing, and he made Joanne. Uh, to, uh, Danny LaRusso, and it is it, it is uncanny. It is like Danny LaRusso looks like if an Italian elf and Bambi had sex, and they made that. So does Joanne, and you have her with short hair and that thing on in the promo thing. The entire time I'm watching this movie, I'm like, wait, is that Danny or Joanne? Oh, uh, well, well, wait, I can, yeah, it I can, very, It was it took me out of the movie. I yeah. can one up you on this. Mm. That promo picture was so good. 
that went it as for as an ad on Facebook, and just people random people started seeing it. They were like, "Why are you remaking this movie? What are you doing to this? <laughs> Swear movie? to God, you guys, this is the greatest movie. You pieces of shit, just leave it alone. Wait, wait, wait. Ready? Fucking liberal snowflakes. What is this? You're putting a broad as a karate kid. You guys are pieces of shit. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Verbatim, fucking verbatim. Uh, and I'm like, you dumb dildo. Read the fucking description. We're the last Gene Smith that advocates for that. Last group of people. So if you that. haven't enjoyed anything tonight, at least go home and check out the promo picture that Bill's folks yes. did, because that'll make it all worthwhile. And if you can, and I know I will, try masturbating to Bill Schultz as Mr. Miyagi. Mission <laughs> accepted. I was Mr. Miyagi. Way, I make a great you old Asian. Great. Yeah, and great, I realized dude. I am an old Asian. Like he didn't eat any photoshopping. Like I have a mirror. I kind of look like an old Asian. Uh, what? Oh. One other thing. This is very brief, but um, we have a guy that comes on our show a lot. His name is Sean Kanan. Great soap opera star, but his one big claim to fame is that he was the main bad guy in not one, not two, but our favorite, Karate Kid 3. He was the bad boy of karate, Mike Barnes. And I told him that Joanne and I were going to do this, and uh, he, he didn't take it very well. And so here is his response. The video is great. We'll run it on Monday. But here is his audio of his thoughts on today's podcast. So here we go. Hey, Bill. Hey, Joe. Greetings from California. Uh, so I hear you guys have been uh, trashing Karate Kid tonight. Hmm, interesting. Okay. Well, I've got three things I'd like to say to you. First, Bill, you're a pencil neck geek, and I'm the bad boy of karate. Checks out. Next True. Time I see you, I'm going to round kick you in your head. Oh. Uh, two, Bill, your karate's a joke. Mm-hmm. Well, three, mm-hmm. Joe, well, you, you can dream about me. Take, Take a, a number. So he threatened me, and he me too you. And one single video. I also feel threatened. Yeah. <laughs> Say space violated. So there you go. There you mean you the go. bad kid of karate's movie career is now in threat because of the Me Too movement? Yeah. <laughs> good And because of Bill Schultz, he actually set us up with Sean Kanan. The yeah, bad he's going to do it. Yeah. Mike Barnes is going to do the Cutting the Sacred Cow podcast, believe it or not. <laughs> yeah. We talked on Twitter for 45 minutes last night. He goes, let's do Blair Witch Project. I go, let's not do that one. Oh, Jesus, thank you. <laughs> let's not do that one. God. But, Joanne, you'll be happy to know I think the film he's going to lean for... Footloose. Oh. <laughs> He's going to make me watch that piece of shit, which I've never seen. You've never day. seen Footloose? Nope. Ah, oh, you're broken. Nope. I stand by my original statement for Dirty Dancing in Greece. <laughs> what do you well, think, audience? Do they get the sacred cow? You want to save them? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's because he's just begging Joanne. That's why he yelled that out. He failed miserably. Uh, I, <laughs> I wouldn't say miserably. <laughs> All right, we just failed. Yeah, yeah that's, that's uh, fair. Audience, does Karate Kid still hold up? Yeah? Yeah. So fuck them is what you're trying to say. Yeah. Fuck you, Bill. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's all about balance. That was his great advice. Uh-huh. Bill and Joanne, you guys are delight. Tell everybody where we can find you in your upcoming days, weeks, months, etc. Do it to it, kiddo. Um, you can find us at compoundmedia.com Monday through Thursday at 10 a.m. If you wake up early. Oh, and you can also watch it on demand if you're not, if yeah, you're not yeah, awake yeah. early. So, yeah, uh, compoundmedia.com. And our YouTube channel, Morning with Bill and Joe, you can check out a bunch of clips and share them and all that. Kevin Israel? Uh, KevinIsrael.com. Got a couple of shows coming up. I'll be at Foxwoods uh, Casino up in Connecticut 
for Valentine's Day weekend. And you can always get my album, The Struggle is Real, on iTunes and everywhere else you buy sound stuff. Ashley, make sure that you request the uh, heart-shaped tub in that Foxwoods Casino. Oh, you're a closer. Yeah. That's why. That's my girl. KevinGoatee.com. But more importantly, guttingthesacredcow.com. If you have not yet done so, you hear me every fucking week harp on it, but damn it, this helps. If you have not yet done so, a five-star rating two or three sentence review on whatever podcast platform you listen to but more importantly thank you all for showing up and hanging out this yeah, does mean the world yeah. to us thank you all for coming and hanging out we're going to try this as much as humanly possible thank you so much guys we love you get home you safe you know how to book flights and hotels all you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive that's why you need Viator book guided tours excursions and more in one place there are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from so you can find something for everyone and Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app find travel experiences for you do more with Viator when you need mealtime inspiration it's worth shopping Kroger where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over $600 each week you can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points more savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time Kroger fresh for everyone fuel restrictions apply